Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter where you are in the world, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Whose World Is This? with Junior Renee Bobrun. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, I'd like to welcome you to this ongoing conversation. And if you are a returning listener, again, I'd like to thank you for lending me your ears and your time because you could be doing anything. You could be listening to anybody, watching anybody, but you've taken a moment out to listen to me and uh, embark on the on our journey together. Well, today is January 5th, and this is our 61st episode, which is awesome. I mean, I can't believe I've done 61 of these already. Wow, I, and it's a little humbling, but um, here we are, another episode in the new year. Um, our first episode of the new year was called Happy Still Here. Uh, as opposed to Happy New Year, happy still here because so many of us are just happy to still be here based on all the things that are going on. And um, before we get started, just to do a little housekeeping, um, um, you guys know that I started my New Year's resolution not January 1st, but November 1st of last year. So for two months now, I've been embarking on what I would call my uh, jump on 2022. And I've been using the gratitude journals and the fitness journals that are available through Chavez House Publishing. Now, you can go to ChavezHouse.com with C-H-A-V-S, so that's Chavez with an S, House.com, or you can go to Chavez House Publishing on Amazon. And when you go on Chavez House Publishing and you put Chavez House Publishing in the search engine, a whole plethora of journals and books and diaries and travel logs will come up being available through Chavez House written by Lenore Batista. And I'm using the gratitude journal and it says a blessed and abundant life on the cover. It shows a, a beautiful scene. It's the sunset, it's the ocean, a body of water. I don't want to say it's the ocean, but it's a large body of water and it's a beautiful scene. And um, I'm using the Titan Fit journal for men. It's a guy on the cover. He's kind of muscular all you see is his you know pectoralis or whatever you know his whole torso situation but um it's the that's the men version the female the what i like to call the femme fit version is the um uh it has a one of them is called training for my best life and there's there's another one as well and if you go to chavez house publishing on amazon you'll be able to find uh, a journal for you i'm using the gratitude journal that's how i've gotten one of the main ways i've I've gotten a leg up on 2022 is by centering myself each and every morning. I wake up, nature call, go to the uh, journal, and I start writing down. I write the day, the date, the month, the day, the year. Only thing I don't write is the time, and I'm going to start doing that. The time, actually, I'm writing it. And then there's a quote of the day at the top, and then there's a prompt I am grateful for. Today I am grateful for. So that right there takes me out of the... Uh, the realm of just being the sum of my tasks and worries and duties and errands of the day. I start the day off with what I'm grateful for. First would probably be my life. It depends. I, it can be short and sweet, or I can use all four or five lines dedicated to that, that uh, particular, what I'm grateful for. And then at the end of the night, it asks me, there's a prompt that asks, what was awesome about the day? And that makes my day centered on gratitude. It keeps me out of thinking. And, and I, there's also a section for what would be awesome today. I really want you guys to get this journal. Not because it's made by, you know, 
Chavez House Publishing, etc., etc. Uh, in the interest of full disclosure, yes, I am affiliated with them, but I am not just a person speaking about them. I'm someone who's actually using the journal themselves. And uh, has it had a positive effect on my life? Yes, it has. I want you guys to have the best year that you possibly can have. And I'm doing the little things that are necessary to make to, to bring about the positive outcomes. The positive outcomes don't happen without the work. And it's the little work. You know, even, I remember going to the gym and hating stretching. I wanted to get right into the weights. I love, I used to love working out, like heavy weight. The heavier, the better, where I feel like my heart is pumping out my chest. The muscle that I'm working feels like it's going to explode. I loved that feeling. What I didn't like was the prep. I didn't like the prep. I knew how important the prep was because I came from a martial arts and a boxing background. So I knew how important stretching was. I didn't want to stretch, but stretching was the work. Stretching was the work that led to those tangible results for me to look good, feel good and be injury free. A large part portion of that is how I prepped, how I stretched, how I rested. It isn't glamorous. The sleep part isn't glamorous, but it's necessary for your muscles to grow. It's necessary for you to recover from your routines. It's necessary for your pituitary gr gland to let out all those hormones, all those powerhouse hormones that occur in deep sleep that you only get via deep sleep. And then the stretching. I get to the gym and I got to give myself a 10-minute stretch at least before I do anything else, before my warm-up, anything, at least 10 minutes. I would actually recommend people go even as far as 15 minutes. But, you know, the way we have our lives set up, just getting to the, to the gym and opening up that front door is an accomplishment onto itself. But what I'm trying to say is the prep isn't glamorous. The little work that it takes to do the big work and to, uh, to accomplish the big things, it's not glamorous. There's nothing glamorous about it. But it's those tiny little things compounded. That's what leads to accomplishment. So these little things, this little tiny thing I'm doing in the morning, just waking up and centering myself around gratitude first and foremost, may seem like something innocuous and just simple and just minor, but it's a major thing. It's what allows me to now do the heavy lifting in my life. It helps. So how's that for, for a commercial ad, right? I mean, how's that for a promo? Lord. I should be getting paid for this. Anyway, in any case, um, I would definitely encourage you guys to get get that journal. Um, the things that I will sponsor in the future are most likely going to be things that we create, that friends of mine create, that I believe in. Uh, I'm not going to steer anyone to anything that I am not using myself and have not found beneficial. For me to to say to you, this is a good look. This is a good thing. It's something that I'm using or I created and, and it's beneficial to me and I think it would be beneficial to you or it's been beneficial to others around me and I think it would be beneficial to the listening uh, uh, audience or the, the participants in this uh, ongoing conversation. All righty. So that's that. Of course, there is my cash app. I'm going to be, you know, shaking that tin can with that little penny in it. My cash app is dollar sign. It's the dollar sign. June Bo, which is J-U-N-B-E-A-U. 
spelled J-U-N-B-E-A-U. That's my cash app, dollar sign Junebo. And my Venmo is without the dollar sign, but same thing, spelled J-U-N-B-E-A-U. If you have any questions, suggestions, kudos, or concerns about said show, you can reach me on my Instagram, whose world is this, 2021, or email me at whose world is this, 21 at gmail.com. Again, Instagram is whose world is this, 2021, and my uh, email is whose world is this, 21 at gmail.com. Very important. Good stuff along the way. Uh, like I've said before, like I said uh, um, early last year or late last year, we're taking this show up a notch. There's going to be a website attached to it. There's There are going to be possibly a, an email newsletter attached to it, possibly a synopsis on some of the things that I spoke about in a previous episode. And I'll use that as a, as a, as a uh, you know, as a newsletter just to speak about some things. I'm not going to bombard you guys in your email list, but if you do decide to subscribe to the email list, it'll be, um, it'll be important because it won't, it won't be spam. It'll be this, this show. It'll be, uh, workshops that I'll be having. Um, and I'll do, let's say a once every two weeks, just so you're not filled with spamage. You know, I'm trying to figure that out because for me, I don't like getting multiple emails about the same thing over and over again. However, in the marketing world, they say the more you email, the m eventually someone's going to have to open up those emails, blah, 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 and, and they'll open it up. Me, it's the opposite effect. If I like you, if I'm looking forward to your email and your newsletter, I'm going to open it. If not, like take what's his name, for instance, Tim Ferriss. I like Tim Ferriss. So when I open up my emails, I'm actually looking to see, hey, does Tim Ferriss have anything going on? No? Okay. But every once in a while, there are some others. They'll send me several times a week. I'm like, I don't know you. So why are you sending me several emails a week? I don't know you, and I don't owe you. Like Carlos Calito Breganti said to um, Benny Blanco from the Bronx, I don't know you, and I don't owe you. So I don't know why we're having this much, you know, you know correspondence. You know, so in any case, when I do do the newsletter, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not going to spam anybody out there. The frequency will possibly be 12 of a year, maybe once a month or twice a month. That's it. Um, and, you know, we'll work it out from there. Um, and plus a lot of the updates I'm going to give you on this show, this platform. I'm loving this uh, 61st episode. Like I said in the previous episode, happy still here. That was part one. I'm probably going to go on with that theme. There's so much going on in my head right now because tomorrow, January 6th, is the one year anniversary of the riots in Washington. I've been being I've been uh, several of my friends have been emailing me. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, texting me with links and this, that and the third. You know, some people consider it an insurrection. Some friends of mine consider it a, 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 a democracy at work, you know, and um, there, there, there's a lot there. I don't know where you guys stand on it. I may or may not speak about it. Like I've said before, I have an issue with speaking about things that are just in the news and then plucking them and doing quote unquote reaction videos. I think it's the lowest form of dialogue that I've seen ever in the history of 
in my whole life, the reaction videos that I see online, I can't stand them. They bother me. They bother me. It's, it's, it's the worst thing, you know. I love reviews on movies, reviews on music, but just reacting for the sake of reacting and not offering any new information and just parroting what you were told to speak about or, what's, or, or what the, your paymasters consider news, I find that to be... I find that to be problematic. In any case, we may speak about it, but I want to continue with the theme of uh, continue on with the theme of being happy that we're still here. Uh, I think about all the, the the hip hop artists that have passed away, and I'm at Bismarcky, and I think about DMX, and I think about uh, Kango Kid from UTFO. I grew up listening to Kango Kid, man. I mean. I remember seeing Kango Kid in Queens. I don't know if you guys are familiar with hip-hop music, but Kango Kid is an old-school rapper from New York City, from Brooklyn, New York. And he's actually, coincidentally, a Haitian-American as well. And uh, um, he's part of this, one of the pioneering hip-hop groups called UTFO. And um, they had a song called Roxanne, Roxanne. It was one of their big hits. UTFO's album was great. The videos, your cold want to be with me. They had Dr. Ice, and you know, it it was it was just a lot of great music. You know what I mean? Educated rapper, and I would listen and I would lip sync this stuff in the mirror all the time. And I bumped into Kango Kid when I was a kid, going to the barber shop back on Linden Boulevard in Queens, New York, and Kango Kid was there. I think he was at the Haitian Patty spot or I was up the block. There was a little bit of a crowd around him and I saw him and he just turned and he just had this big smile. If you if you go online and Google Kangol Kid, K-A-N-G-O-L-K-I-D, all you will see is a big million dollar Colgate crest toothpaste smile. And that's exactly the same face he had when I met him. I, I could I had to be maybe 10. And I remember seeing him and being starstruck, like, oh, that's Kango Kid from UTFO, from the videos. And here he was. And so, you know, he had a long bout with cancer. I'd like to give, a, you know, condolences to his family. I know he had several kids. He had daughters, whatever, beautiful family. And um, it's like, and I'm saying, man, I'm happy I'm here. I mean, I lost friends from high school. Um, my barber died. I mean, it's a young, these are, I'm young. So to think, to have this level of mortality go on in mass. So, you know, it's not as if I'm in my seventies and eighties or, you know, 60 and then you're like, oh, well, you know, people, it's like, you know, it's a bunch of young people with, with that are single or just newlyweds or, or have little, little kids or, or just graduated college six, seven years ago. And not, now they're gone. So in the last two years, I've lost several friends, former classmates to a multitude of issues. It's not just whatever virus or whatever's going, a lot of things. And it's like, what's going on? And then the artists that were, that were in my formative years or that were a big part of my formative years, they're gone. And so I'm happy to be still be here. I'm happy, man, because not a lot has gone the way that I wanted it to go. There was certain externalities that were, that were occurring. But truth be told, I try not to believe in externalities. You know, there are certain things that were outside of my control. But if I were to unpack so many things that occurred, there were a lot of things that were in my control. 
you know, certain things that weren't that are very close to me. You know, I wanted to go to Florida, couldn't get to Florida, 12,000 cancellations. I wanted to visit family. I have family that are ailing and I'm saying, what the heck is going on? And you say, okay, well, all right. You know, it's because I don't own a jet. I could say that. (laughs) I can say it's either that or June, get yourself in a position where you can own your own little private little Cessna plane and take your butt wherever you want to go or rent a plane. I used to know how to fly back in the days. I, I had my I almost had my uh, my pilot's license. Just couldn't afford the classes after a while. But I used to fly from um, Caldwell Airport to Philadelphia to Reading all the time to Pennsylvania. Caldwell in New Jersey to uh, to to Pennsylvania. I would do that trip uh, a couple times a month. Easy. That was fun. So a lot of the things that are going on in the world tell me that I have to work twice as hard to get the freedoms that I want. It's a lot of work, but it's the, it, the work is necessary. So if I really actually want to go somewhere and do something, maybe I'll just rent my own plane and go do it. As a matter of fact, the cost of a plane ticket that I had, that, that I was quoted to get to, to, to get to Florida over the holidays was almost as much as if I rented a Cessna now that sounds absurd, but it's true. I would have if I would have if I had my own plane or rented a plane, I probably would have spent the same amount of money. So what does that tell me? June, get yourself you know, you know, get get your weight up, you know, put in the work. And um that's exactly what we're gonna do. But um I wanted to talk about that. How many of you out there are happy that you're still here? Because that's something that I wasn't grateful for until I started journaling. I was like, oh, this went wrong. I was supposed to be doing this or this was supposed to happen. Oh, man, these mandates or these non-mandates or these this or these that's and everything else. Ah, I'm, you know, I'm, now I have to pivot. I have to adapt. I have to move this around, do this and go make a U-turn. I got to do all of this fast and furious theatrics to get things the way I want them. But I didn't, I, I didn't become, I didn't take a moment and say, man, I'm happy I'm just here right now. You know, let me just take inventory. And it wasn't until I started journaling that I realized, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's take a minute and stop with the scrunchy face. Stop with the furrowed brow for a moment and say, wait, I'm happy to still be here. So when the ball dropped and it said, happy 2022, And I looked at my significant other and I hugged her and I kissed her and we just looked at each other. And you can see this look. We've spent several New Year's together and she's looking at me. We're kind of looking at each other with this dazed, glazed, tired, like, whoo, look on our faces as we clink champagne flutes. And it was it was. It was a big deal just to get, we didn't realize how big of a deal it was just to get to 2022 until the ball actually dropped and the clock struck midnight and we looked at each other and the look said it all. It, there was no words needed to be exchanged. And that's why I, I, I tied, I've titled the last episode and this episode, Happy Still Here, because that's the first thing. The best ability is availability. We are still here. So whatever changes, upgrades, improvements, pivots that we need to make, 
we have the opportunity to make them. It's not going to be easy. There are factors. You have your own nature, your own nurture, your own baggage and externalities. I know. I'm not going to sit here like one of these Instagram or TikTok motivational shorts telling you, yeah, you can blah, 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 blah. No, it's hard work. It's going to take you the first eight months of this year to make that progress in certain arenas. Real talk. It's going to take a tiny bit of movement every single day for the next six to seven, eight months to really, really move the needle. If, if it's January, and it's January 5th, and you're saying, oh, yeah, my, my body's going to be ready by May for the beach. Mm, okay. I'd say give yourself till the end of the summer. Uh, because if you, you know, give yourself tiny goals. Give yourself little tiny, tiny victories that you know you can reach. Say, hey, you know what? Today I'm going to go outside and I'm going to walk for five minutes. I'm going to walk for 10 minutes. You have your phone on. I don't care if you're texting and looking at whatever social media for 10 minutes straight while you're walking, but you did it. I think that's an achievable goal. But for some of us, it's freezing outside. So maybe you're saying, you know what, June? It's cold as outside. I don't know about that 10 minutes. Okay, well, do as much walking as you can, as you can sustain in the region that you are in. How about that? For my friends out there that are, that are, that are um, um, listening to me and they're in the Netherlands right now going June or they're in Berlin or a couple of my friends that are in Denver right now saying June, that whole walking outside for 10 minutes, eh, not, I don't know about all that. But you know what? So maybe just go outside for the time that you can. Take a second, take a minute or two and go out there and get some fresh air, get a little bit of sunlight. I, I, would, I would encourage everybody out there to do uh, about five jumping jacks. Here's what's funny about jumping jacks. You ever, you ever did jumping jack? You got to put your arms over your head down. Well, I got some sort of issue, rotator cuff issue with my right hand, with my right arm. My shoulder is on fire. It burns every day. I cannot barely put my right hand on top of my head. Don't know what happened. Wasn't a gym injury because I wasn't that active with the weights. I was mostly doing cardio and pretty much running and walking and using the ellipticals. So it wasn't weights. Don't know what it is. My fiance thinks it's tendonitis. I don't know what tendonitis is. I've never had any sort of itis. Don't get it. So, but I've been going online and it seems that it is a rotator cuff tendonitis. I've been doing. So I can't do jumping jacks. So if someone out there goes, hey, June, just do five jumping jacks. I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. I can jump rope. Because my arms don't have to move. I use my wrists. So I don't necessarily have to use my shoulder. I, I can jump rope with a level of proficiency where I'm using my forearms and my wrist only. So it's very, very little impact uh, on my shoulder. So that's what, I, that's what I'm going to do. After I'm done with this particular conversation, I'm actually going to go jump some rope, get my cardio up. That's one of my main focuses this year is doing things that get me, get my heart pumping. Pumping, pumping, pumping. Do I, I want to get back in a certain level of shape? Do I want to get back to that shape by Memorial Day weekend? No. Oh, July 4th barbecue? Nah, it's, it's not about that. It's the journey. I'm going to put in the work. It's going to put in more stretching. I'm going to start learning a couple of more, learning some yoga poses and things like that. And, you know, and just f f making my body the way I want it to be. Making my life the way I want it to be. I have several... Uh, 
meetings that I have over the next three, four weeks. I have about six weeks worth of meetings lined up that have to do with marketing, business plans, venture, capital, money, how to bring in money, how to set my pitches for all the things that I have planned. I have the book that I'm writing. I'm using uh, one of the uh, books from Lenore Batista's collection, a book she wrote about how to be a successful self-publisher. That book was number one in its genre last year. I want to be number one in my genre as well. So I'm writing a book. So I'm thinking about how to outline it. I'm outlining it to a degree and I'm thinking, do I do an audio version? All these things are going on. And, and today when I finish jump roping, what am I going to do? I'm going to, I have a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet that, that Lenore made for me. And we're going to go through all the things in my ideal life for 2022. What are the things that I need to do? You got to write this stuff down. The reason why I'm saying these things, Happy's still here, is because you're still here. We're here together. So all I'm trying to do right now is offer actionable steps. Because a lot of times we're flipping through these memes online and we're flipping through these, these inspirational quotes. But a lot of it doesn't have any actionable steps. And you're sitting there wanting to do all those things that these inspirational qu quoters are, are saying to do, all these inspirationalists. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. If you don't do what you're going to do, you got to do what you got to do. And you're like, oh, yeah. And they have some music, some orchestral theme music behind some short thing that somebody said. Or it's some meme that has Thomas Shelby from Peaky Blinders behind it. And he has his cigarette and it's alpha male quotations, motivations. Right. But this stuff takes actionable steps, you know? It's like when I first went to the gym uh, with, one of my, with my mentor, uh, uh, Jane Laguerre, my, 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 my uh, bodybuilding mentor, we did a lot more talking than working. We were speaking about the art of building the body. So the workout, I, 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 I booked him for an hour, and I would say a solid 25 to 30 minutes of that was him speaking to me about working out. Not just, okay, pick that up. All right, pick that up. It was the heart and the art and the soul of it. And this is important. And then he gave me the actionable steps, what to feel, how to think about what you're doing while you're doing it. Very, very important. So a lot of the things that we need to do to accomplish the big things, we have to really, you know, uh, what I like to call breaking it down to these, um, this mi these microbites. How do you eat an elephant is that old African proverb, one bite at a time. That's it, one bite at a time, one forkful at a time. So that's what we're gonna do right now. So a lot of these little things take actionable, tiny, actionable steps. So step one is write these things down. Step two, I would say, get up early. You know, I have a tendency to wake up, you know, depending on the night that I had, I'll wake up, you know, a little later, 9 o'clock, sometimes 8.30, whatever. I got to move that up. I got to get a start on the day. The sun can't be up before me. At, at the very least, I have to be up when the sun rises. I'm not a big fan of being up when it's dark because I'm already an insomniac as, we, a, as it is. So I prefer to be up when the sun's up. So I'm going to start setting my alarm for sunrise unfortunately it's going to wake up my significant other who doesn't have to be up as early as me but that's what i'm going to have to do we're going to have to come up with some sort of compromise 
because it's going to be important for me to handle a lot of the things that I'm going to need to handle. I want to get a lot done before 8 a.m. for me. I want to have my journals done. I'd like to have a workout done before 8 a.m. and then do the other things. Now, and now that the rest of the world is available office hours, 8 or 9 a.m., then, then I can handle the other stuff, the emails, the calls, the errands. But before that, I want to have handled my stretching, my contemplation, my reflection, uh, my lists, my gratitude, all of that taken care of. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm in full contemplative mode. I'm in full energized mode. I'm grateful. I'm in a, I'm in, my attitude is gratitude. Now I can go tackle the world. What's up? What's on our agenda today? Then I can look at the mail. I never look at bills and I never look at expenses after dark. It ruins the digestion. I feel it interferes with my food and my quality time. So I don't open up mail. When I pick up mail late in the evening, I don't open it the evening. I open it the next morning. I'm just saying that's just my way. I like this is the way I clear my head. So nothing. So, you know, I'll get to it. I'm going to get to it so I can get through it. But I'm going to look at all of this mail tomorrow. So I don't let too many envelopes pile up, you know, week after week. And all of a sudden you're opening up something and you're like, oh, man, this was due or this uh, this was something I needed to address, uh, you know, two, three, four, five, six days ago. No, the next morning I open up mail every day, day. So you don't have stray envelopes and stray priorities that have been neglected, right? But these are little things, and I'm saying this to everybody, young and old, whoever, I don't care. I have a tendency to be, um, I have to actually do a strength test today. I'm going to speak about that. It's funny, so much going on. I'm going to do that strength test later. And it's a personality test, and I took it before, but guess what? I um, misplaced the email because I use several emails a day, and I forgot which email I put it in, and that's on me. But I have a tendency to be a, someone who thinks, who has huge ideas. And then I put them in place as much as I can. But at the same time, I always would like to have someone around that can handle the little things that that idea needs to become the idea. You know, because it's like, oh, I know what to do. I can have a meeting. I know I know exactly what I would say if I was in a room with a venture capitalist or an investor. I already know the numbers. I already know that I, I just need to get that meeting. But you know what? Sometimes there's a lot more work that needs to be done. I'll have all of that information in my head. I can rattle it off. But before you can get to that point where you're in front of an investor, you have to put all of that stuff that you have in your mind and put it down on paper. And that tedious nature of putting things down on paper is, 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 is something that it, early on, or let's just say oftentimes is something that I'm hesitant to do. And oftentimes my ideas take a little bit longer to come to fruition because of my neglect of actually putting it down tangibly. If I were to just bump into an investor and say, hey, you know, you want to have a meeting? I'm like, OK, and I'll just boom, rattle it off the top. You give me a Sharpie and a whiteboard. I'll write it all out. Bang. But it's like, nope, that's not how it works. Where's your PowerPoint? Where are your numbers? Where are your projections? Where are you this? I got that. It's right here. It's right here between the ears. No, 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 no. That's not enough. Got to put in the work. As tedious as it may seem, you have to put in the work. So everything I'm doing now in the next 
six to eight weeks is putting in all the work necessary. And I'm hoping that a lot of people out there are going to listen and take a moment and those little things that you want to accomplish or even some big things that you may want to accomplish. It's going to take work doing the little work, the tedious things, those tiny, tiny things. You, you're the one who has to do it. If you're waiting for someone to do it for you, it's then it's not real. It's not going to happen. And if you if some and if you and you and if you don't want to do it, then you better have the money to have someone do it for you. Because either way, it's got to get done. And don't wait for that money to come. Sometimes you may just have to up your skill set and do it yourself. Don't say when I get some money, I'm going to hire somebody to do that. You know what? You might want to just do it yourself. We wanted to make books and journals and things like that. And we could have hired some people to do it. And you know what we did? We started doing this stuff ourselves. There were so many podcast consultants that, you know, that, that I knew from when I was doing this other uh, format some, some years back. You know, I was doing this little thing and they, they wanted to uh, uh, say, hey, June, we want to, uh, you know, we want to you know, you know, market you and blah, blah, blah. And this, that and the third. And we'd love to set up your podcast for you and, you know, invest in the equipment and take, you know, you know, we'll just take 20, 30 percent off the top. And I was saying off the top of what? I didn't build it yet. Oh, yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't know, 20, 30 percent off the top. Hmm. Why don't I just do it myself, build it up and then we'll see what happens. Now, that same group of people, I went back to them and I said, hey, I, I pretty much did it myself. I found out how to hook it up and go online and do this and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, yeah. Um, I said, so what now? You guys still want to promote me and market me? And you know what they said? They said, oh, but you since you've done all that work already, you don't really need us. I said, so you guys don't promote as people that are already establishing their brand? And they said, no, nah, we usually want to deal with the people who haven't started yet and just want to just talk. They don't want to do the back end work. And I thought to myself, wow, just setting this up the way I set it up, they would have taken 20 to 30 percent of all future earnings of this particular platform just for what I just just for what I'm doing right now, just setting it up and allowing me to click record. Yeah, we'll take 20, 30 percent and then we'll do the little marketing. And I was like, ah, 20, 30 percent seems, seems a little steep. And I told him, I said, um, I'm more than willing to give up three to five percent right now and i said and that will be in and that will be in 12 month increments you know after 12 months upon signing that then we'll renegotiate and i'll see if i want to continue on but i i'm i'm thinking about five percent you know but i did it myself and i put in the work and i did the little research and what equipment to get and this that and third and and whatever and and now the, you know i get to keep 100 percent of it for something that they were going to charge me 30% of anything that I earned for. So all the little the little tiny monies I get for the show, they would have taken that with, with, with just doing the work that I'm doing. This is why it's important for you guys out there, for everyone out there to do the work themselves or do as much of the work yourself as you possibly can. You know, it may take you a little longer or it may take you a shorter amount of time, depending. You know, if you're waiting around for someone to do it for you or waiting around to get the money so, so finally someone else can do it, hey, it may take, may take longer. It may, it, may, it may never happen. Be happy that you're still here because we don't know what this future holds. Now more than ever, staring every single day and when you turn on your television or you listen to your radio or you 
click online to your favorite site or news feed, we're being told about what? How many people are gone? That's one of the, that's one of the leading stories. How many people are gone? That's what you get. Oh, surges. Every time, you hear the, every time I hear the word surge, it's like if I never read the word surge again in my life, it would be too soon. Surge. Oh, surges. Oh, geez. Where, where, what's surging and where? Huh? It's, it's, never, it's not what I want to hear. It's not hearing about my stocks are surging. No. It's not that the Lakers are surging with, great, with, with a 13-game winning streak. Nope. It's not those kind of surges. It's oh, very numbers spreading, spread, and surge, spread, and surge. And I'm saying I'm tired. So the only way to change that particular programming and format is to change it yourself. That's why I'm writing as much as I'm writing. I'm reading other things. That's why I do this show. I do this as a counter to that, to the scare tactics, to the panic mode, to the divisive rhetoric, the choreographed divisiveness. It's a counter to that. So we can speak about things to bring ourselves peace and prosperity and profitable outcomes. That's why we do this. Pardon me for a minute, guys. I got my lemon water over here. Hope you guys are drinking your water. I realize that I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm neglectful when it comes to my water consumption, and I love water, by the way. I'm a big water guy, but I'm one of these people that if I don't have it right next to me, I'm not going to drink it. I'll forget to eat now, and I'll forget so much on the mind that I'll forget to eat, and I'll forget to, to drink my water. But if I have the water next to me, I'll see it, and I'll go, oh, I'm thirsty. Great. And I'll drink it. So... It's, it's seeming as if I have to carry around a leader with me always. If I do that, I'll be all right. I'll be just fine if I do that. And I have this big cooler thing, travel thing that I should be filling up with water every day the way, the way other people do. Oh, yeah, I used to. But, <clears throat> yeah, so that was something I wanted to talk about with you guys. Um, just certain actionable steps for this new year, you know, um, actionable writing this stuff down get into your microsoft word if you're if you're good at excel start writing start writing a little list you know write down a little calendar list imp uh, download your calendar or whatever on excel or whatever or microsoft outlook and write down a list of things you want to get done you want to write down a little workout and when i say a little workout i mean a little workout if if you're doing almost zero activity then i'm asking you to do two days a week for the rest of the month of january two days to get active what do i mean by active if you're living in a state where it's over 50 degrees or 45 50 degrees go outside get on the phone with one of your favorite people when they have a minute and speak to them during a walk that's what i used to do sometimes I'd call one of my favorite people. I'd call someone who I hadn't caught up with, and I know they're good for a conversation. And I'd get on the phone with them. for, And before you know it, you're, and I'm a walker, big time. I could walk for two, three, four, five hours just walking around. And you find that friend 
and you get on the phone with them. And at that moment, before you know it, you've taken God knows how many, you've taken your three, four thousand steps for the day in that one walk. It happens. That's my way of hacking the life thing, tricking yourself into doing the things that are necessary, making it uh, more enjoyable. Because there are going to be certain things like a lot of these meetings that I'm having, I have to look at it the same way um, a kid looks at certain things like, oh, we're going there. OK, we'll try it. I'm, I'm about to meet new people and they're going to give me new ideas and I can't look at the end. I have to look at the step that's right in front of me and be excited about the step that's right in front of me. I know what I want the end game to possibly look like. I know I have an idea. But what I have to be enthused about and enjoy about is the next step. Oh, man, I got a meeting with this business plan guy. Oh, I got to meet with this other consultant and we're going to talk about this, that and the third. And I'm going to I can't go into it saying to myself with the with the with the uh, what I like to call the uh, subdued self-talk where it's like, yeah, I got to meet with uh, this guy about this or whatever, whatever. Guess what? That kind of energy isn't going to get you to the finish line. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. So for me, it's the self-talk. Oh, man, get excited about it. Oh, I got a meeting at, 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 at 8 a.m. I got an 8 a.m., an 8.30, 9, 9 a.m. Zoom call with a guy. Okay, all right, cool. What time zone are you in? Awesome. We'll meet. Awesome. Okay, great. And then I get up. Boom. Write in the journal, nature call, get my lemon water out there, boom. Get, take my vitamins, Zoom call, I'm ready. Shower, I'm ready. What's up? Let's talk. This is what I'm looking to do. And y- my enthusiasm and my faith in a thing is contagious. If I believe, there's a very good chance I can get someone else to believe. And that someone else knows someone else that knows someone else that knows someone else that can help me achieve my belief. You got it? This is for each and every last one of you out there. Every one of you listening, whether it's 2022 or we're speaking about this again in 2032 in another capacity, it's your belief in something that's contagious enough that is going to allow you to achieve. It's going to have other people put other pe- put people in your life that's saying, you know what, June is doing this thing and he's on fire about it. I believe it's going to happen because I believe in him and I believe that he believes. So guess what? Okay, yeah, June, I know this person that's doing this, that, and the third. And before you know it, the momentum, it's a word that I love. I love the word momentum because my life is like that. My li- that's why I love basketball because a team can go on a three or four or five game run And sometimes it just starts from a great quarter of basketball where one shot fell, then they played decent defense, then another shot went, then they played decent, then they got another shot, and then they won that game, and then they win the next one, and it all happened from this momentum. You know, all the things that you work on in practice behind closed doors, in the film room, in the gym, where no one else is watching. It's just you putting in the work. And then it comes to fruition in the form of momentum, in the form of wins. One adds up to two wins, three, four, five. I love to see that because I think about all the time these guys spend working on their craft. Just for that to just for just for it to bear fruit in that manner. So I think about that in my own personal life. The work that I have to put in in the film room, 
right? The work that I have to put in in the gym, the work that I'm putting in behind a closed door. There's nobody in this room but me. There's no studio audience. There's no live streaming. There are not thousands or, or hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of people uh, uh, watching me right now. That's later. But that starts from now. That starts from honing this craft and this skill now in this office by myself talking to you guys thinking about things i want to say next working it out and after i get off of this after i after this uh, show concludes thinking about it for a hot second and going okay i like that one yeah that went pretty well what do i like about it what do i not like about it what do i think i need to improve on these are the little things that people don't see so when they finally see the finished product they have no idea how much work that you put in they have no idea you do and that's all that's important. So when you look in the mirror, you know you didn't cheat yourself. So this is what I'm saying. Everyone out there, it's time for us to put in a, a certain level of work on these little tiny, mon the things that may con we may consider mundane and tedious. They're not mundane and tedious. They're essential. They're necessary. And I want us to get excited about the work. Excited about the work. Not just the finished product but the work to get to the finished product. That right there is what's going to turn each and every person out there, me included, and put us into, the, put us into our, where our fantasies become reality, where our dreams become reality, is when you get excited about the work, when the work excites you, not the idea of the end product, or, oh, this is what I really want, and that's the only thing that excites you is that end game finished product picture. No, get excited about today. If I let's say I had a bodybuilding competition in in June or something like that, right? Beginning of the summer. I have to get excited about going to the gym today, tomorrow, the next day. Then I have to get excited about not only going, I have to get excited about going to bed and getting my seven, eight hours. I gotta get excited about prepping my meals for the next day. I gotta get excited about waking up in the morning and doing the workouts that most people don't wanna do. Like, oh man, today I got, what's my least favorite body part to work on? Quads, not a big quad guy. Quads and hammies, don't like to work out quads and hammies. In other words, legs, eh, it's leg day, boo. But if I have a workout, if, I, if I'm doing a competition, there's not just one leg day per week. You got a couple of leg days in the week. As a matter of fact, you may be doing legs several times a week because your legs do consist of your calves, etc. So I got to fall in love with legs. I got to go, yes, tomorrow's leg day, all right? This is how I'm going to attack it. And you're attacking the monotony. You're attacking the subdued self-talk. And you're replacing it with excitement and enthusiasm and going, oh, I got legs tomorrow. I'm about to bang out legs. That's how I have to think about it, not going, hey, what you got tomorrow? If someone asks me, oh, yeah, tomorrow's legs, eh. Tomorrow comes and it's lackluster. I didn't believe in that workout. So then now my body probably won't grow the way I need it to grow because I didn't give it that extra effort. So these are the things that are going to be important. So while I'm speaking to you about these things, I'm speaking to myself about these things as well. We're in this journey together. Sounds cliche. I know it sounds corny, but it's true. As a collective, globally, we're going through a lot of things at the exact same time. If I might take a, as a brief aside, I remember when there were protests going on in New York. 
I was speaking to a friend of mine in Italy. <clears throat> there were protests going on about the very same issue in Italy. How's that? For all, we're all going through this together. And I was speaking to another friend of mine in the Netherlands, then another friend of mine who just came back from uh, Germany. And we were having a conversation. And within a week span, literally a five-day work week span, I'd spoken to four or five different people, four or five different time zones that were ha when we were having a conversation almost about the same exact thing that was going on where, where they lived. It was an amazing... I wish... I could have recorded that show because that was an amazing conversation because I spoke to one person and I spoke to another one. I spoke to another one. It was on WhatsApp and I just thought, wow, that's, that would have made an interesting show. You know, I, that's something I haven't spoken about yet. I may speak about that, but, uh, you know, but uh, it was important. And all I'm saying is a lot of us are going through, many of us are going through the same thing. Many of us are looking for actionable steps. Many of us are trying to make sense of the last couple of years. Many of us are still in a daze. Many of us are still walking around with glazed eyes thinking to ourselves, what is going on? What? Literally just W-H-A-T question mark. Like, wait, huh? Still confused as to what is this? How, what's going on? People have lost jobs, loved ones, homes, cars, uh, ideas of where they're gonna what they're going to do next lost direction which is the scariest thing by the way when you lose direction you can lose the job okay it happens you pivot you can lose the home okay we're gonna downsize you know okay we'll, we'll figure some things out but when you lose a sense of direction and your compass is way off it's scary and there are many many people out there that after they lost the house and the car or the or the or the job and the family member, they're still they're trying to make sense of their existence right now. That's why I wrote Happy Still Here. That's why this is titled Happy Still Here. Let's start with that. <laughs> let, let's get back to the basics. Like in the work when you when you're working out. Just let let's can you do a push-up? <laughs> let me see you do a sit-up. Let me see the form that you're employing doing a push-up or sit-up. Let's get back to the basics. Let's, let's don't forget about those fancy schmancy workouts you see on YouTube. But these guys just be making up things on YouTube and Instagram. Guys throwing the dumbbell in the air while he's doing a sit-up. And then when he sits up, he catches the dumbbell and goes back down. Don't you dare try that at home, please. Every one of those guys needs to have that disclaimer because it's nonsense. I'm just saying. I don't know why I'm, I'm going into that. It's just because I'm in workout mode. My mind is thinking about my jump rope and working out. That's why I'm, I'm thinking like this. But it's true. I'm looking at certain things, and my boxing coach would probably punch all of them in the head going, dude, you're going to kill yourself doing that. You missed that dumbbell. I saw it. A dude was doing a sit-up. He had a dumbbell in his hand, in his left hand. He went to do the sit-up. He went up on the sit-up and threw the dumbbell in the air and did a quick sit-up. And by the time he got back up, he caught the dumbbell with the other hand. And that was his workout. Why? Why? Having the dumbbell just in your hand and using it as a stabilizer is great. It's actually a very good routine. You know, just have it at your side and go up with the dumbbell and use it. And you can do a shoulder exercise with it and do this little combo exercise. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. I see that, but the variable that you added by throwing a weight in the air, you should never throw a weight in the air. Like people who have those kettlebells and they throw it from one arm to the other. Meanwhile, their, their arm is getting disjointed every time they do that. You separate, you know, don't, 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 don't do that. Let's get back to fundamentals. 
We're happy we're still here. Let's write that down. Happy still here. Happy still here. I'm grateful for dot, dot, dot. Basic push-up. Basic sit-up. I'm happy to be here. Things a little crazy, and you don't even write that. Things are a little crazy, but I'm happy to still here. No, no buts. Happy still here. I am grateful that I am still alive and well. I am here. I am grateful that I am available to, to accomplish the outcomes that I want, to meet my expectations. I am happy. I am still here. I am grateful to be here to find my direction. That's it. That's what we're going to start with. A lot of people, you know, I, I got some friends that are going through some things. That's for them. We're all going through a little something. This is, this is for everyone. This is for everyone out there, whether I know you or not, because if you're listening to me, we know each other right now, period. And I, this is what I want for 2022. I want people to now just do the, the, get excited about the tedious work. Do not call it tedious. Get excited about the little work. Get excited about the stretching of that muscle, that gratitude muscle. Get excited about it because it's what you're going to need. You're going to need it. No one's going to give it to you. If you notice, you turn on your news, not very happy place, is it? Not very happy, is it? Have you noticed that? Not a whole lot of joy and cheer and goodwill being spread amongst your media outlets, huh? When you turn on Anderson or Don or Van or Rachel or Tucker or whoever, not very, not very nice or even Lakshmi you listen to uh, NPR or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's not a, not a lot of good cheer. It's a lot of, ooh, this is what's going on. If it bleeds, it leads. Ooh, boo, boogeyman, boo. No one's giving you actionable steps to be like, hey, listen, it's going to be a good year. And how is it going to be a good year? You're going to have to put in the work. It's practical. No mystical, no magical manifestations. Just write it down. Put in the work that you wrote down. Little tiny by little, little actionable steps. Go from zero minutes working out to five minutes to ten minutes working out. That's it. Little things. Write down a couple of things you want to do. And then we're going to get there. And we're all going to get there. So we're going to get to happy still. Maybe we'll do a happy still here. Part three. We'll see. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not entirely sure. We'll, we'll, I'm thinking about it. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to speak about the January 6th situation. We'll see. But in any case, if you guys are listening to me on Apple Podcasts, I would love for you to subscribe and rate and review it. I haven't checked to see how many ratings and reviews I have so far. Let me check now. Let me see. But it's important, guys. So share it. I'm hoping that you guys are sharing this content. I've noticed that. Um, What was I saying? I noticed that Um, that I've seen some. um sharing going on i checked the analytics of my page and it said yeah you've been shared to such and such amount of times which was uh encouraging i like that so thank you guys again and um if you listen to me on spotify obviously i think they have a rating system now for podcasts do that as well share it with a friend and leave me a message we'll talk soon Bye bye